Welcome to the Immigrant Computer Scientists podcast, where we talk to computer scientists who immigrated from their home countries for study or for work or for other reasons. In these oral history interviews, you will find established and renowned computer scientists from across academia and industry narrating their experiences of immigrating from where they grew up to a completely different land, often the US. My name is Indy Gupta, and I'm your host. This is a remix episode. As usual, you can find all episodes and detailed episode guides on our website, csimmigrant.org. Again, that's csimmigrant.org. And you can find us and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and basically wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is structured into acts or chapters. You'll find chapter markers on your audio player, and you can use these to jump between the acts or chapters. Earlier in season two, I spoke with six IITians, all of whom work today in Silicon Valley in California, USA. All six graduated from the Indian Institutes of Technology or IIT Madras, also known as IIT Chennai, 1998 batch of computer science bachelors. Now entering the IITs is really, really hard. One has to write a national entrance exam called the IIT-JEE or IIT Joint Entrance Exam for the Indian Institutes of Technology. This exam covers a variety of subjects including physics, chemistry and math. The total score you get on this exam is used to rank you among candidates nationwide. No other scores in your life or school career matter. Your high school letters, uh, recommendation, your high school scores, none of these matter at all, just the exam. And so your rank from the national exam determines which of your preferences you get into, which of the IITs you get into. Yes, some of them are considered ranked higher than others. It also determines your discipline, the computer science being one of the most sought after disciplines. Everything depends on your rank. So only higher ranks get into computer science in the best of the IITs. The year that I wrote the IIT JE in 1994, about 200,000 students wrote the exam across the entire nation of India. Out of them, only about the top 2,000 or 3,000 students got into IITs at all in any discipline. And among these couple of thousands, only the top 48 ranks in the entire nation of India, the second most populous nation in the world, got into the most sought-after location, IIT Madras or IIT Chennai's Computer Science Batch. All my six guests today, as well as I, are among these IIT Madras or IIT Chennai's computer science batch in, in 1994. I asked the group a question about comparing oneself to others. Here's how they responded. Again, remember, they all did their bachelors in India in the 1990s and then immigrated to the US in the late 1990s and early 2000s. The tendency to compare myself to someone else, that's a human tendency. I want to ask what your approach has been to just that tendency. I've heard some of you say, well, you know, when I was preparing for IDJ, I really didn't have anyone to compare against. And that was a good thing. 
And then I've heard other people say elsewhere that it was good to have a calibration, something to calibrate against. But what's your your philosophy? You know, and this, you know, you could talk about your ITJ preparation time or your current time. I just want to hear your philosophy about comparing yourself to others. First up is Rajasekhar Krishnamurti, Principal Research Staff Member and Senior Manager at IBM Watson Discovery. He's also a PhD from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. So, starting with JE, preparation for that, right? I didn't feel any pressure. I think mostly because I was in a group of people where we weren't actively comparing each other, but just similar goals, similar mindset, right? Everyone, I think everyone around him felt the pressure to come. <laughs> 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 That's right. So, so it's something where being in the right group, right? It's no different than when you're working, multiple folks here said, oh, the team and the people matter, right? So the, the, the peer group plays a significant role in shaping any of us. Do we get societal pressure and how do we take that? I think that's the variable, right? Which especially during education becomes even more challenging, right? Whether it be in our days or even today here, right? And and this is, uh, along with opportunity comes the double-edged sword of restrictions, right? If, if everyone in a particular area has opportunities, then suddenly they all can't go to the same destination because whether we like it or not, no university in this world is going to say, I'm going to take everyone who look alike, right? Because that's bad for the university, yeah. the group who come in, yeah. because you need diversity, right? Yeah. So therefore, being judicious in terms of what you want to do and how you look at your peers, right? I think was the best thing that happened, right? Coincidentally, but it's helped me throughout my life. Next, here's Praveen Patnala, co-founder and chief architect of Stealth Mode Startup, Valtix, and Masters from the University of North Carolina. So I think uh, if you are ambitious, right, then you want, and it comes, it needs to come from your heart, by the way. Like as a, see, there are different aspects to this, right? Like when I uh, talk to my son, right, he's uh, in sixth grade, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I end up comparing with my other friends' kids or let's say, you know, I know Balaji's kids, you know, like for example, he has invested a lot of time in his son and he's, he's doing very well, right? I tend to do that when I compare, but I also become careful about not to overdo it, not to not put undue pressure on him, right? But I think ultimately it, it should come from the person's, uh, uh, you know, it should come from the heart itself, the person. Am I ambitious enough, Right. And if you are ambitious, if you want to achieve something, right, you actually want to be the best. How do you become the best? You have to have a way to, you have to have a way to compare yourself. So this is where it's a, it's a, you know, thin line between by comparing someone with, you know, with something, you know, you may put undue pressure and that can result in, you know, uh, you know, like a behavioral change in the person, they may get demotivated, etc., but if if you decide that like, I actually want to be something, right? You have to be able to achieve that goal, right? And the only way to do that is you have to go to the top, right? And whatever whatever that is, whether it is education, whether it is sports or something, right? There is a rank and you have to climb that ladder. Mm -hmm. So my only point here is, uh, I think uh, you know, 
at the you know especially for uh, you know let's say t- children right when they want to go to that that age where they need to appear at competitive exams and all yeah. if they become mature enough they know what are the pros and cons and yeah. you know why they are doing it let it come from themselves like i think hopefully they will be mature enough to get that we as in this particular you know point of view as parents right we should not put undue pressure but guide them into the guide the children into identifying that um, uh, that idea right that if you want to do well then i have to be able to uh, you know uh, be better than others mm-hmm. that's the reality you know and whatever field you choose to do that's okay mm-hmm. in my case it was a different thing it was a you know it was a way back in time and i chose to become the top right i wanted to be at the top so uh the fact that nobody was around me didn't really matter to me i just wanted to achieve that goal right it doesn't matter i didn't have to compare anybody with myself uh, around me right i knew that i was competing with the rest of india right so i had to just get to the top and i i worked on it but not it may not happen for everyone so uh i think ultimately it is up to the person to identify what they want to do and uh, this is uh, this is a tricky thing because especially in bay area i, I mean i used to hear a lot of you know high school kids used to commit suicides in calcutta yeah. this will be i don't know if people know that or not and i was like that's very very shocking that should not happen and that happens because of i think parental pressure that should never happen i mean one thing i'm hearing one theme i'm hearing here is um comparing oneself to others is a good motivating driving factor but i i guess i'm also hearing that it's important not to worry about the results of the comparison in a sense right not to care about that third of our guests is ramesh chandra co-founder of moka5 and software engineer at databricks currently he also has a phd from mit i have a couple of things i've yeah. learned not that i implement them but yes. <laughs> learned um, over the years and that i'll do i'll take a comparison with uh, or take an analogy with how i think companies should do competition right mm. so um one first point is there is no in in most areas except for um sports yeah. where there'll not there's no one winner yeah right there is a space for like enough number of people with different dimensions and like they can shine in different dimensions right so even if you have a even if you are like in a, if you let's say you're in a company yeah. you are and you want to like make a company successful you don't need you, you're not looking for people with one skill set right and so you can be like great in one skill set or you can be great in another skill set right and that's fine or you can be great in a in a in a in a multitude of skills and that's fine but the 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 thing is whether you're provide you're able to like improve yourself on a on on a on an ongoing basis in whatever way you want to improve right and that's something which is impo- important so let's say i want to like you no know, be I find that my values and like you no know, making companies successful or whatever I'll find like some space in some area in which which is valuable for companies and I continuously improve it. So that's so and and um so that's a, that's one point right like is that there is no single dimension there's no one winner and mm-hmm. so you have to you can have you know multiple winners. Mm-hmm. Uh and same way like you know, as companies you know generally shouldn't uh, the best companies I've seen don't think of themselves I mean, they want to kind of get to the top but they also know that there is space for multiple player people in the in the market right it's not just one winner and then yeah. that gives them this, the 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 uh, ability to um look at adjacencies yeah. because otherwise they're going to be like you no know, narrow focus right they like they'll have a, like a tunnel vision yeah. 
So that's one aspect. Yeah. And the second aspect is when people are looking at comparison, what I what I found fruitful, and this is like experience. This is, I wish I had this ability, but what I have seen from other people who actually uh, go on this journey of self improvement is they are looking at what they can learn from other people. Mm-hmm. They compare because yeah. I want to become like this person. Yeah. What do what can I learn? Like what is that person doing that I I I'm not, I'm not doing yeah. that I can learn from them. And this I've like seen also in how people how, how the the best people who run companies um, they're look, not looking at the competitors in in so the sales folks in the companies typically tend to look at competitors as if like they are you know their enemies to be like you know demolished mm-hmm. but the the better leadership I've seen look at company uh, competitors as a way of learning from them and mm-hmm. shortcutting their process for getting to the to 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 the uh, you know areas they want improvement. Yeah. So that I think those are two key two points of like learned which apply not just to personal development but also in 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 like you know bringing building organizations is yeah. not there's no one winner so yeah. you there is space for multiple people to kind of grow and to be their best multiple organizations to be their best and second look the the good ways of using comparison is use comparison as a way of like learning from the other other organization or person to see where you can improve. Yeah. And, and learn how they do it so that you can actually improve on that. Yeah. That's, that's very beautifully put. Next up is Balaji Srinivasan, Director of Engineering at SAP Ariba and also a Master's from the University of Illinois. So one other thing here is uh, um, it also derives from where we are as a generation, right? So in our generation, we also had this additional pressure that we needed to find a stable line of work. We needed to support our families, mm-hmm. things like that, which is largely gone from the current generation. Mm-hmm. Right? So they they are not going into a college or line of work thinking, okay, I need to support my parents in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing here is the opportunity also, right? So. In any situation where you want to be in the top, it's getting increasingly difficult to do it without basically sacrificing everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in our time, as Praveen said, he needed to study 12 hours a day to get in here, right? So if you take an example of you want to be a top in tennis or chess, for example, you cannot do that as a side hustle, yeah. doing all your school. You can get to some level but you cannot get to the top. Mm. If you look at any career of an Olympic swimmer here, to get to that level, they basically, not just the kids, the whole family, the whole ecosystem, they have to build around that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it is questionable as to whether you need to do that or not. Right. So, for example, my son was playing competitive chess and we used to see, you know, kids from here who do chess on the side, they also learn, go to school, do all those things. Then they go to the uh, youth championships and then get it, they get walloped by the Indian kids who yeah. just do that 24 by 7. Yeah. Right. So, it, I would say a decision needs to be made as to whether doing that is very critical for you. For you right. It is not just a matter of reaching the, the top for the sake of doing it. Because it, there are so many casualties on the way also, right? So, for example, if you want to be a top CEO, right? Your family suffers. Your time with kids suffers. Yeah. Your 
or your contribution to the community server. So there's a lot of other things there. Similarly, if if you want to groom your kid to be, you know, a top tennis player, right? You pretty much have to, you know, move to Florida, do one of these things, you know, sacrifice everything and be there for them, you know, for them to achieve that level. So it is not for everyone. Fifth of our six guests is Shankar Ponekanti, co-founder at startup Trust Lab. He also has a PhD from Stanford University. One thing I was going to say is that you mentioned the point that it's natural tendency. I definitely want to second that because yeah. as the father of a one-year-old <laughs> <laughs> and a six-year-old, right? Uh, it's amazing. Like this is so inbuilt to us, right? Like the yeah. like anytime I give anything to my six-year-old, like even if my one-year-old in some other room, <laughs> not in like not in uh, visual sight, uh, he figures out that something is being given to, <laughs> to the elder brother and I need to go and get it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. same the other way around. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a built-in thing. It's a very natural thing. Um, but it's not the only thing. There's lots of other natural tendencies we have as human beings um, that probably help shape shape us the way... Um, and in many cases, like, they helped us, right? I mean, uh, yeah. like, for example, kids learn a lot of things by comparing themselves to others, kind of trying to do the same thing. Um, mm. Yeah. So, yeah, nothing bad about that, I think. Uh, but with all of these tendencies, I think, Balaji's, uh, to Balaji's point, right? I mean, you have to, uh, at the end of the day, like, whatever is your goal, I mean, like, if your goal is to be happy for some definition of happy, right? Uh, then you need to see whether those things are helping you or getting in the way. And finally, here's Sriram Selapa, member of technical staff at Arista Networks. He also has a master's from the University of North Carolina. So just like uh, the tendency to compare is primitive, the tendency to belong is also very primitive. Mm. We all like you know, uh, if, like if like after coming here, like for the, after coming to US, the first time I met my college friends again, I that that the joy that comes right, that oh now I belong in a in a community or a, you know group uh, that is also very uh, very you know very real. So so we have this tension between being able to belong, but Ed being able to, being wanting to differentiate and, and uh, you know, staying one inch above the, the crowd. <laughs> so, uh, so that's the tension. So how do we reconcile this, right? So uh, what I've done is we want, we have the tendency to belong. So I think doing the right thing to be in a place that is most conducive for us, meaning being in a company where there is like, you know, good culture, less... Uh, less of uh, all politics and all of that stuff, doing uh, innovative work where there are people who are equally uh, smart and, yeah. you know, challenging. Yeah. Uh, and yet, uh, so this competition is also there, but we, and that's instinctive, right? So there's not a conscious effort, right? it just happens automatically. So there what I found is uh, attaching to a higher goal, like in, in, in industry parlance, Finding out what is the real objective, right? So, if we all, I, I, you know, identify ourselves with a larger goal, okay, we, we are here to, you know, to build a better company, better build a better, better product. Let's do what is complementary, right? So, there are different things that needs to be done. So, so even though when I started the career title and all of that had meaning, over time, they actually have waned, hmm. right? So, now... What matters is the actual net-net effect 
that I have in the company or to the team or or uh, whoever I interact with, right? It doesn't matter at the end of the day uh, what uh, what the, what what the title is or what uh, how much uh, how much successful the product is, right? Whether it's really solving problems yeah. for people, that's what matters. So, uh, so that's what so getting uh, a more broader perspective has helped me solve like raise above these challenges and sort of apply these uh, these sort of uh, negative aspects in a positive way. As usual, you can find all episodes and detailed episode guides on our website, csimmigrant.org. Again, that's csimmigrant.org. And you can find us and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and basically wherever you get your podcasts. All the music used in episodes of the Immigrant Computer Scientist podcast is royalty-free. All voice recordings were performed with and are reproduced with full consent of narrators and participants. You can find music credits on our website. Join the online discussion about this podcast on all major social media, including Twitter and Facebook, with the handle CSImmigrant and hashtag CSImmigrant. And of course, the episode guide is available at our website, csimmigrant.org. This is the Immigrant Computer Scientists Podcast.